Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and it is Wednesday in Pittsburgh. It is Chiefs Week. Can Chiefs we call week. it that week? Can we, call it Chief, can we call it Chiefs Week? I guess we can. Sure. We've known the schedule since May. We can call it whatever we want to call it. <laughs> uh, but uh, obviously COVID-19 uh, showing a bit its uh, ugly head here Yeah, uh, a lot this week. Um, Steelers placing three players on the COVID-19 list today, including two inside linebackers, Devin Bush and uh, Marcus Allen. Marcus huh? Allen uh, also going on the list with Zach Banner. Mm-hmm. So don't ask me this week about yeah, why man, is a Zach Banner playing? Yeah, right, well, right, right. He's had, a rough, thing. Yeah. he's had a rough season, man. <laughs> he has, really to no fault of his own. I mean, yeah. he might be a pretty darn good player, and we don't quite know it. I mean, and I can understand. I'm not even backing the supporters of Banner has to be the starting right tackle. I mean, I'm not sure what the answer is there, and I'm not going to be critical of the team for him not getting consistent playing time. I see both sides of it. Um, but hopefully it's just these three. I mean, yeah. we always have this conversation because, I mean, we're taping this at like 4 o'clock on Wednesday, and hopefully, you know, it's not a, the beginning of the tidal wave because we've seen some of these teams hit really hard. Without a doubt. And um, if, uh, you know, you just look at this, this is why uh, you don't, Necessarily, well, hope for the hope the Chiefs don't get this guy back. You don't know what your team's going to have mm-hmm. on Sunday. That's the yeah, it, it's a big deal. I mean, I know Bush is in the doghouse lately. I actually thought he played a little better this past I did week. Too. By the way, yeah. yeah, I wrote that and just want to call a spade a spade and you know call him out when he's bad, but I mean call him out when he gets better. He too. was he was he was playing more downhill. I thought he played more aggressively. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and made some more plays. Uh, if he makes that pick, everyone's loving him again. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we know how that would be huge. Would have been huge. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not the three worst guys to lose. I've probably seen enough of the Marcus Allen on defense experiments. Mm, you and me the, both. <laughs> yeah, he's a good special teamer, though. Uh, Chiefs got a couple of guys back today, including uh, Josh uh, Gordon and Willie Gay. Mm-hmm. Not enough to move the the, uh, the needle there for them. They're he, high on Willie Gay, though. I mean, that's they are. A good he plays young, a lot. Him yeah. and Bolton and but Gordon and yeah, Gordon's Gordon. Yeah, it's no big deal. All right. The interesting thing is, is that Chris Jones, who went on on the fourteenth, Gordon went on on the, or Willie Gay went on on the fifteenth. Okay, so Jones was on before him. Yes, and, and is still was, not back. Oh wow! I just assumed just kind of wrote it off. Uh, they'll give him back. It's here's a one, the, here's one the issue, thing, you know, some of these bigger always, guys, right? You know, he's not vaccinated, and, right? You know, right? I mean, no, that's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, but they have, they still have a bunch of guys on there. Uh, the the entire list is pretty extensive when you look the at. The only them. one that's been ruled out though is Butker. Yes, correct? Butker I mean, is, but he's a great kicker. Absolutely, it's not the easiest place to kick. Either. Yeah. Um. So you're looking at now, uh, Chris Jones, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh. Garrick Dieter, who's a wide receiver, that's no big deal. No, right. It's not like he'd play with Tyreek yeah. out or anything either. Charvarius Ward, though, is he is he is. a big. He's deal. not a household name, but he's a good player. He's, he's a starter. He's yeah, one of those right. starters. Butker, we mentioned Travis Kelsey. Obviously, everybody knows Armani Watts okay. uh, plays a little bit for them. Yeah, he's a rotational guy. Lucas Niang. Yeah, not a starter though, is he? Mm, he's played some right right tackle for them, but Kyle Long is also out. Okay, I'm trying to think who's. Who is the starting right tackle? Because Brown's on the left. Um, I'm not certain that he plays that much or not, the more I think about it. I know Long it, is a rotational guy that can play tackle or right. guard. And they've added so many linemen. Niang is their starting okay, right tackle. Was. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't certain on that. Um, yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, he hasn't been bad. That's Who's sure. he line up opposite? <laughs> right. The right tackle in general on Steeler yeah. Week is a big deal. No and oh, by the way, is, right? uh, it's not like they're gonna, they were going to use Kelsey to block him. 
No, not at all. Not at <laughs> You're all. not going to be chipping I Watt. Mean, even Gray and uh, Blake Bell, they aren't much of blocking tight ends. Right. They're they, all movement. They don't do that. Now, they do use a fullback a little bit. They do. Yeah. They do. But, I mean, TJ could be set for big day either way. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, obviously, another guy that's out. Rashad Felton, another defensive back. Nick Bolton, the the, the yeah. rookie uh, linebacker. He's been a promising He plays rookie, some yeah. for them, yeah. Right, absolutely. And then Blake Bell, the other tight end, like their second string mm-hmm. tight end. We mentioned him yesterday. So, going to be interesting to see who they get back. Uh, of that grouping, Jones is the real news to me. Oh, without I just doubt. kind of assumed, write him down as you know being chalk him up. You know, I think there. I mentioned this yesterday. I, I counted from the time that he went on. So he went on the COVID list on twelve fourteen. Okay, the well, game today is the twenty second. The game is on the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So ten days if he's unvaccinated would be Friday. Yes. So okay. Well, depending on how they look at that, I'm not sure how that yeah. works in terms but of plenty of time before game day. Yeah, even if it's Saturday morning or. But, so there's a chance that that happens, but he has to be symptom-free. I say, we don't know if he's fine or not. Though. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then to me, then you start looking, obviously, Kelsey and and and, uh, and Hill and Hill are, are big deals. But And Hill went on a day later than Kelsey. Yes. Okay. But the fact that Long and Niang right. are both. Right. I mean, Long's really a tackle, is better at guard, but it's done both. He's yeah. had a lot of injuries. I mean, they brought him out of retirement. But he's had a good career, and he's a quality player. And actually, they list him as their starting right guard. Do they really? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking here on ESPN right now. Okay. Wow. The right side of the line would be a big problem. Be an issue. Yeah. Yeah, that would be an issue. Uh, You know, if you look at that Steelers list now with what happened today, um, not nearly as as troublesome, Uh, obviously. We only have three at the moment that we've heard of. And one guy in the practice squad. Malcolm Pridgen is a practice squad Guard, okay. he's on there. Montrevious Adams is still on there. He went on, on on the 15th as well. Maybe that's your point about the big guys, too. Right. Maybe, maybe they do seem to take a little longer for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. And if, if you noticed last week, uh, one of the things that the NFL made available um, for players was the opt-out option. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Nobody did it. Nobody did it. But they did but leave that out there. looming out there. Yeah, they did leave the opt-out option there. Uh, so interesting. Andy Reid was asked about um, Hill and Kelsey specifically yeah, today right. at his press conference. I thought that was interesting the way he responded. And he said, "We've gone th- we've gone through this for two years now, so anything's possible, and we get it. The next guy's got to be ready to go." Didn't say, "Hey, no, these guys are." Mm-hmm. Leads me to believe that they're feeling symptoms here, so he's, you know, I mean, maybe it's looking too much into it. But you kind of mentioned the way the question was phrased. He had a real easy out to say, "Oh, we think those guys. We will think be fine. they'll be okay. Yeah, they're doing yeah. okay." I talked to Travis; he's fine. You know, right. whatever. Any yeah, of that? Any of that? And not at all. It was more like, "We're gonna go with what we got." Next guy's gonna be ready to go. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh boy! I mean, again, it's only Wednesday, and things change, better or worse, every day. I mean, they may add ten guys. The Steelers might add ten guys, and we get back here tomorrow. But I wanted to run something by you, though. Like, if you just look at this through Andy Reid, you look at the Steelers' run defense. I mean, everyone looks at that and says, let's run it all over. But the Chiefs do what they do. That's you know what right. I mean? I don't think if they're 100%, they're going to up their run percentage all that much. Or on first down, they're going to bring out the fullback. They're not the going to run the 42 times the Titans did last exactly. week. Exactly. But now, if you don't have Hill or Kelsey, you take the ball out of Mahomes' hands and say, just attack their weakness. Or do you play to your remaining strength and just say, Patty, Make everyone better. This you're, is why you're yeah, making. This a is why you're dollars. making all this money. <laughs> right, right, right. I think you do that. I think that's more who they are. But yeah, because 
Although this right side of the O-line thing is throwing it's me troublesome. for a little bit of a loop, too. Um, why? The reason you do that is because, A, that's your personality. That's who you are. And it's worked. Yeah. B, as we saw last week, and, and I mentioned this on Monday, running the ball 42 times mm-hmm. if you're not breaking off you know, 50-yard r- touchdown runs right. keeps the game close. And do you I, really want to play to a close game with against the Steelers because, well, that's – Kind of the only their only path to victory. Right. Oh, I, I think Tomlin's done a tremendous job of mucking it up and making games close. And you know that's how the Steelers have to the way they have to play. Right. I mean, if you tell me this game is going to be a three point game, I'm in. Oh yeah. Right. I don't care. I mean, not to end. mention the fact you, it's a three point game and they don't have their place kicker. Right. Good point. Good point. <laughs> you know, that's okay. That's a big deal. Um, you've mentioned this a couple times, and I do agree with it, and I've certainly come around on it too. It's not necessarily the great running games that worry me with the Steelers. It's the great ball the carriers. Great backs. Yeah. The know, guys like, who are going to turn that 7- or 8- or 10-yard mm-hmm. gain into a 25- or 30-yard gain. And Foreman's better than people think. Yeah. He's an impressive player. He's okay. you know, But he's not Cook or what Henry would have done or some of these guys recently. It was more like Seattle with Collins. Like, right. yeah, they got their chunks, but okay. you know, I mean, we know it, the run defense isn't good. It's the same thing that the Steelers would do against the Ravens when you would okay, we're gonna take we're gonna take Lamar running out off the table. Here. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna hit Lamar, and if the other backs they get, you know, if Gus Edwards gets six or seven yards, or Mark Ingram gets sure. six, okay, we can live with that. We can pick, but our we don't want that here. guy running for yeah. forty. And it's kind of like when you play the Chiefs, like, well, do we want to get nickel and dime by Kelsey, or do we risk Tyreek getting the one over the top? You know, I mean, yeah. like you got to pick and choose your 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 outlets here. It's the same. It's it's almost a Dick LeBeau theory of defense. In rever- but with the running, a mm-hmm. little bit because LeBeau's LeBeau always he stressed tackling the, the catch. Okay, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. give up that five yard catch, give up that eight yard catch, tackle him. If the offense is going to have to matriculate the ball down the field mm-hmm. for a sixteen play drive, at some point we're going to get a penalty, we're going to get a, a fumble, yeah, we're yeah. going to get a, a you know a, a sack, something that's going to put them behind the sticks, and we're going to end that drive. Yes, that opens actually a big conversation for me the more I think about it. I heard today, this doesn't sound like a big deal, but loaded boxes are down 7% from last year. Defenses, the new trend is begging teams to run. Right. And 7% doesn't sound like anything. It's huge. It doesn't sound like anything, but yeah. it's big. And well, 7%, I mean, think about it. 7%, let's say you run 60 plays a game. Right. You know, you know you're, you're seeing a lot more too high safety. And it brings me to the Chiefs because they've been the big example. Everyone plays cover two against the Chiefs. And and the reason people are doing it is to your logic of if you can sustain a 12 or 16 play drive without a holding penalty, a sack, you know, a fumble, something bad that you did to yourself or that we created, okay. But it's not like – I've always found it funny this year because you think Andy Reid's never seen cover two or right. no one's come up with – you know, we're, we're going to put two high safeties against Mahomes and Tyreek. You know, like they've been doing this for years, but people are playing it differently. And a lot of those quarterbacks, and this applies to Mahomes and Allen more than anyone, in my opinion, it's just that's one of the beauties of Brady is he'll take the layup every time. Every time. You know, it's not like, boy, I think this three-pointer might be open and I'm shooting it. You know, I mean, Mahomes and Allen, they're not as mature. They're renegade gunslingers deep down. That if you're going to give them the the layups, they don't always take it. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean. And, and if you watch the game against the Chargers, when Mahomes was at his best, 
was when he was able to get out of the pocket. Very much so. And make some plays down the field. That opened things yeah. up. That made the defense start to scramble. And, the, and, and, and then all of a sudden somebody runs free mm-hmm. and he hits the open guy. You know, it could be across the, the other side of the field. could be down, yeah. you know, whatever. So you got to keep – you got to rush him and keep him in the pocket. Without question. And – Differently than Lamar and those right. guys. Not because he's just going to take off and beat you for 20 yards. Right. It's just when everything's off script and D-backs are trying to find Tyreek – and he can make any throw to any blade of grass on the field, right? And he will. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the scary part. And of course, he can run too. The other thing I know is from the Charger game up. I read this today. He destroyed their blitz, and yeah. he notoriously. Mike Tomlin does. brought that up okay. at his press conference on Tuesday. He said that uh, against the blitz this year, For remarkable numbers. He's lately. been sacked like once. Because then all of a sudden. You got six guys in coverage yeah. instead of five, and he's outside the pocket, and it's worse. Yeah. You know, so again, that, that, I'm not saying it's as big a deal as Kelsey and Tyreek. It just isn't. But if the right side of their O line is compromised, I would not blitz much at all. You know, yeah. Just like we were talking about Mahomes, this is why you're making all the money. Hey, TJ, this is why this you're is making right. all that yeah. money. You know, keep him confined and make some big plays. And, and I kind of beat up on that dude. You know. I mean, I, I liked Lucas Nyang coming out, he, mm-hmm. but he had a hip injury coming yeah, out yeah, of yeah. college. I talked to him at the combine. Mm. Um, he opted out last year. Yeah. yeah. So this is he's really in, in fact a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he doesn't count on their as their rookie starters, they're starting yeah. a lot of young guys on that offensive line. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain they're this... equal to the Steelers in terms of rookie starts. Um, probably on the, on the offensive yeah, line. Yeah, their center started every game just like yeah. Green. Yeah, you know, Humphrey. Um, I'm almost certain that their O-line and the Steelers' O-line are the most changed O-line from last year. They are. They had I five mean, new starters. Yeah. I mean, you can't get any more changed than that. <laughs> <laughs> they threw away everybody and went out and spent – they did it differently. I mean, they went out and spent draft picks on Brown, spent a ton of um, money just flat out on Toon. And I think Niang was like a second or third last year. Last year. Yeah. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Pulled, you know, long out of retirement and stuff like that. But – their lines come together though too. It's yeah. a pretty good group. You know, Humphrey, the center, is a really good player. Yeah, we like that draft. So it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, if they don't get those guys back, who picks up the slack for the Chiefs? That's a thing. I, that's why I, I think, think they've been devoid. Of I for don't a while. think that that Patrick Mahomes, uh, to reference back to the to the Chargers game again, I don't think he trusts McCole Hardman at all. No, I don't think the I don't think they're at all happy with. There Hardman. were two plays in that game where I looked that I looked at. And I'm like. Wow, he he didn't throw that. This is mm-hmm. like he had McCole Hardman on a post down the field, like thirty yards down the field, by himself, didn't and didn't and didn't let it go. Threw it underneath to I think Kelsey on that play, and then at the, at the goal line on the one play, they ran Hardman across the formation. Oh, I know what you're talking about, right? And he was open, and he needed like two yards. Yeah, he's gonna get that two yards. Didn't he's gonna he's together. gonna outrun the the guy to the to the pylon, and he didn't throw it. No, he, I think he held the football. I don't even know that Hardman stands out as their best number three. Like he's in the Pringle Robinson mix of yeah. just guys. You know, there's he's the brand name of the group because he ran so well at the combine and he was a pretty high pick. And when they drafted him, Tyreek hadn't been extended. They thought maybe he'd be the, the next right. Tyreek. You know, he can't afford everybody. They're not at all happy with him. I mean, wide receivers a need for them. I mean, yeah. they have two great rare weapons, but they're searching after that. And, but the two great rare weapons are also <laughs> getting up in age and may not be available right, in this week. Right, right, right. So, you know, so I mean, it's it's going to be a problem, and I don't expect them, to your initial point, to come out and and run the football forty two times in this game. No. 
If they run at 25, that's a lot for an Andy Reid team. Uh, Reid didn't even do that with the Eagles before he ever, before Pat Mahomes was. He had Shady McCoy. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. and he had running backs, and yeah. They had guys. I mean, that was the criticism of Philly was not great clock management. You're not putting teams away with the run game. You know, you're you're a lot more finesse, throw the ball all around. You know, West Coast background. So I don't think they're going to come out and call running plays behind Sherman, the fullback. You know, time and time again on first and ten and it, get four yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah, and the other thing about it, uh, I know you and I are both. Snyder uh, is not built for that anyway. He's just not. You no. know, yeah, they could use a foreman. Yeah, you know, um, we both uh, d- do deep dives into the stats mm-hmm. um, and start looking, and we trade stats back and forth. Sure. Uh, but the one to me that was interesting about this uh, this Chiefs team, seventeenth in red zone scoring percentage. Oh, really? Because yeah. they don't run the football. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, they just don't. We probably don't have time for this huge conversation, but I find it interesting and. Again, I stole this from somebody on a podcast I was listening to earlier this morning or whatever. It brought me back to the Eagles watching last night. Like, the Eagles have gotten so much better when they just realized who they were and the importance of running the football. And where I was going with this is several of the most analytically driven teams in the league are the Chargers, the Browns, the Ravens, and there was another. And they're all... Massive running teams, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And some of it's by design. If you have a Mayfield or a Cousins or one of those guys, or Lamar's going to skew things too. But everyone just assumes these analytically driven teams are just throw, 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 throw. That's most efficient. I don't know that that's going to be true when they do studies this offseason. Again, yeah. 7% less times of you know stacked box. Take what's there. You know what changed, Matt? What's that? From last year to this year? Holding became illegal again. Yeah. Offense in general is down drastically. Across the league because holding became illegal again. There's I not a team think, in the league averaging 30 points per game this year. I know. I there know. were like six last year. Yeah. I also think crowd noise is an effect. That affects it. And the like teams, guys got used to, you know, all those rookies yep. that were in last year didn't have to do it. Didn't have to do it. Right. Absolutely. The holding <laughs> thing's gigantic. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Huge. Yep. Uh, but if you look at this Chiefs team, uh, you know, Daryl Williams, 112 carries. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, 110 carries. So mm-hmm. 222 carries. Mahomes is our third leading rusher. rusher. He's 55 carries. You know, it's, it, you Williams take, isn't bad, but yeah. he's a backup. He's 3.6 yards a carry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Edwards Hilaire is 4.5. Uh, they average 4.5 as a team. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of Mahomes scrambles for eight and nine there, though. Yeah, that, right. You know, slide against man coverage and aren't real running plays. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. no doubt about yeah. that. Um, so if you take Mahomes rushing out of the equation, mm-hmm. the running backs are at like 1,200 yards. Wow. Yeah. I mean, over what? 14 games. Over 14 games. I mean, yeah. they don't run the ball. The other thing about it, this game, you know, people, we, everybody in Pittsburgh, we want to focus on the Steelers' run defense. Mm-hmm. Kansas City gives up 4.7 a carry. They're the no, second worst. Thing. Know. Yeah. You know, the thing is you have to keep the game close against them. So if they're running the football, that allows you to run the football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, early when the when the Chiefs were really humming and they were winning Super Bowls the last couple of years, the first half they'd run the ball like eight times. If that. They'd get the lead. <laughs> yeah. And then the fourth quarter, those guys are, you know, doing well. And I think that they have examined that a little bit like, well, we're making a lot of mistakes earlier in the year. We need to be a little more balanced. But they're not built to be, you know, a pound-your-face type of team. And then on the back to do it, the line might be capable. The, the one but... guy that kind of scares me in this game, if you're a Steelers fan, 
is actually Derek Gore. He's not bad. He might be a fine. He's more of a power runner. Yeah, yeah. You know, the guy. No nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Gets gets straight ahead and you get. square to line scrimmage and get downhill. It's not a bad call. One other note I've been meaning to bring up this week is as awesome as their skill guys are, and I think it's a Steeler problem to some degree too, those non, the receivers, the, the tight ends and receivers, they don't block a lick. You know, I mean, yeah. Tyreek's wonderful, but he ain't blocking anybody. <laughs> Kelsey's a receiver who's, you know, he's a 240-pound wide receiver. Right. I mean, he gets in the way, but he doesn't block anybody either. Yeah, know? it's it's a problem. I mean, you start looking at if those guys aren't in this game, uh, then you're Even leading. one of them's out. Your leading receiver is McCole Hardman with 47 catches. Yeah. And we went over this yesterday. They, they have 50% of the production for two people. Yeah. Everybody else accounts for the rest of the pie. And. You know, those guys aren't going to beat many teams. Yeah, then it's it's Hardman, it's Daryl Williams, it's Byron Pringle, it's Edward Solaire, Demarcus Robinson. They just, just They're just a bunch of dudes. Not, not a bunch of guys there that scare you. Mm-mm. No, we, we laid this out yesterday, too. There's a reason they used an early pick on Hardman. There's a reason they gave Sammy Watkins a lot of money. It didn't quite work out. There's a reason they, they brought Josh Gordon in. Yeah, right, right, right. Or <laughs> Nobody else know, was signing Josh Gordon. Courted Juju in the offseason. Yeah. Or, he even used the first round pick on Edward Solaire's because of his receiving skills, not because he's a big bruiser. You know, yeah. it's another pass catcher. They know the deficiency. This offseason, they couldn't do anything about it because they built an entire offensive line. Everything went to that because yeah. anyone watched the Super Bowl realized that needed to happen. Yeah, you know? they so, didn't want to get Pat killed. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're going to give this dude all. I'm sure the owner's like, we're going to give this dude all the money. I'm not watching the Super Bowl like limping that. Limping him again. around right, and right, yeah, right. watching him what limp around doing? out there. Protect the, it's, the gem. It, I think it's going to be a fascinating game. And the crazy thing about it is I started putting together my preview stuff last night. I, mm-hmm. was, I always take the package and I put the shell together. Okay. And I have some different segments in there. I have my, my lead, and then I have the uh, variable, something that, that's going to be a variable for each team. And then I have the, the main matchup. Okay. And I'll put some thoughts in there of what I'm going to write. And I really couldn't because it's a hard one. Yeah. I don't know who's going to be available. Yeah, right. you know? without question. I mean, because they're such their... a big deal. Yeah. Those two. Oh, it's it's huge. If you had to take one out of the equation for the Steelers, who would you rather pull out of the equation? Kelsey, because I think he's the security blanket. I think you you can double Tyreek and live with the other guys trying to you know let mm-hmm. the other guys try to beat you, but it, but Kelsey's that guy. He just finds this this the hole in the yeah. in the middle of the defense and just you tears you tears your heart out. Yeah. I don't have an answer. I mean, I think Kelsey scares me more, or Tyreek scares he, oh, obviously, me more, yeah. of course. Yeah. But is he easier to take away than Kelsey? Let's put it this probably. way. Tyreek has 102 catches, 1,178 yards. He's averaging 11.5 yards a catch. Mm-hmm. Kelsey has 83 I bet catches. that's down from last year. Oh, like yeah. 11 is not high for him. Yeah, 11.5, actually. 11.5. Kelsey's averaging 12.8 per catch. Is he really? And I, we were talking about this last night. Kelsey has 540 yards after the catch, which is like 200 yards more than Tyreek. After the catch. After the catch. After the catch. After yeah, the catch. You, and, and stealing your numbers here, too. He has four, 540 numbers, or 400, 540 yards after the catch, which is more than like every tight end in the league except for like a handful of them. There's right? nine, <laughs> nine, nine tight ends who have more receiving yards than he has yards after, after the catch. The catch. Which is it's incredible, nuts. yeah, and he's 32 years old or whatever, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, he's that part's very scary, but he also has the reliability and the chain yeah. moving and sitting down versus zones and all that stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's as good a pair as I can remember, you know, in the league because yeah. they complement each other so well. And it's I think like the, the difference is, as well is if they're going to try to throw the ball deep to Tyreek Hill down the field mm-hmm. or try to get him open down the field, you're also taking a risk that the Steelers pass rush. That's what you got to protect. Too. Yeah, you got to be able to protect I mean, it. Mahomes great at buying time, of course, but 
you gotta you gotta block it up. Yeah. Right. So anyways, we're gonna take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, when we come back, it's Wednesday. Usually we have Bob Labriola, but with the new digs here, we we don't have the uh, uh we can't call Bob. Week, we'll, he'll imagine. be back right. next week. We'll take a look at power rankings real quick. And then, uh, well, we got the the quarterback index thing. I want to take a look mm, at. Okay. So we'll we'll tear through both of those All right, we'll right after this. Down.